Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to all these questions is real simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free, and it's very easy to use. Anchor can match you with a great sponsor too, so you can get paid to do your podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start. That's anchor.fm start. To join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You're tuned into the Global Broadcast, 209 FM. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Culture on 209 FM. It's your boy DJ Caution here live, doing a live broadcast here. We got the man, the myth, the legend. We got from Style Elements Crew, Quality D, a.k.a. Derek Fields, a.k.a. Living Legend. What's up, my dude? Nothing, man. We just, uh, you know, out here doing doing what we do, just keeping this movement alive. And uh, just wanted to say happy 25th anniversary to Style Elements. Uh, thank you, man. Hopefully, uh, uh, come out, you know what I'm saying, to everything um, from people who grew up in our time in the 90s uh, to now. Hopefully, uh, you know, a lot of people come out to San Jose. It's a pretty dope event, man. So uh, bring, bring yourself, bring your kids, bring your family, you know. Um, We've been doing it for a minute, so. So where's the where's the event going to be at? Actually, it's going to be in San Jose. Yes, yeah, in San Jose. What I'll do is um, I'll shoot you all the uh, all the event to your Facebook page, so it just makes it real easy for people to be able to uh, get all the details from there, and also hopefully it can give people excuse to go like and um, comment on the page and you know support also. So I'm gonna give it to you so you can just put it on the uh, the Facebook page for the radio station. That'd be really dope. Most definitely, most definitely. So let's get into the history of, of how it all began, my friend. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Derek or Quality and I, we go way back. We go back to the almost beginning, even before there were style elements. Um, just kind of like, you know, there's this stock in California has this, has roots there as far as like, you know, the community of hip hop and, and just the, the rich roots of, of, of b-boying. Um, so we had our we had a, a movement, you know, back in the day that was really really strong, and that, that's where Derek came from, and that's how kind of how Style Elements kind of, I guess, is a foundation, so to speak, is if I'm not mistaken, correct? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's one of those things. So uh, from what we were doing um, back in the days, as far as you and I and um, Tom, Lonnie, uh, Walt, all of them, everybody from back in the days, that whole foundation is pretty much where everything is uh, was built upon. Later on, it was just one of those things to where uh, different cats from different sides of town would always go to different places, um, locally, the Bay, um, out towards Sacramento, sometimes under under different names. Uh, and one day, uh, everyone just, as far as the crew is concerned of now, came together and just decided to do under one name. When did when did uh, when did Remind or uh, Ariston? When did he come? How did you guys link up? And because just because you guys are from the same same area? Yeah. Uh, well, Ariston was like thirteen back in the days. You remember um, uh, around the time that I DJed and throw jams, I used to work at this store called uh, Merrick Around in the Mall 
like, that's right. I remember that. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, when I worked at that store. Uh, on the lunch break, like um, not on my lunch break, uh, he would come in and he used to say, "Yo, could you show me moves later?" Uh, Tino, my homie Tino, told me he showed him how to do a flare or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, word, okay, well, uh, just come through the house or whatever later." And then in time, he was like 13 at that time. There was no style elements. There was no nothing. And then, uh, like late at night, uh, one day he was in the mall. <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! And so you bring it back memories, man. Because me and Von Ross used to work on Orange Julius back then, right there around. The- <laughs> you said you already know, man. So I was like, uh, yeah, okay, well, yeah. And then he came in. He's like, I could help you, uh, uh, clean the like basically like window windows or something like that. And I was like, uh, I don't know, but. And then you know he would come in like usually every a couple times a week. You know he would just come like towards the end of the night. And it was one of those things that um, cats would break and literally like in the store, like late at, at night when it was, we were closing up and stuff, uh, move out a rack and show them like one move or two. And, you know, from there we just built. Then as he got a little bit older, um, he was able to go out of town. And California is a little different than most cities. Most cities like raves and stuff, as you know, would be more just uh, house or electronic or right. just like... Um, something else but in california there was always a hip-hop room there's a house room there's a trance room there was right we broke it we we broke it down like by cultures it seemed like even like subculture yeah. it seemed like so it was, a, it was like it was like way different like you know when we grew up so cats would just go in these places you could dance like literally like all night to the next day and i don't know man i mean as uh everything got older i've been from a wrist became you know became a mind Right. Uh, Ivan was around, of course, uh, back in the days. Uh, Ivan right. matured. Yeah, he got when, better. When the crumbs come? When the crumbs come into play? Uh, what year was that? Um, do you remember Stevie and any of those other cats? Yeah, I remember all those cats. Modesto. Yep. So yep. around then, like so we were a little older. Crumbs was younger, and he was like Lloyd student or, or one of them. He, he hung out with like Lloyd and Stevie and some. Well, of he used them. to go to the Triangle Flavor parties on California yeah. Ballroom. There you go. Yep. So because of those older cats came, Crumbs would, uh, he would learn from them. And believe it or not, he was more like, uh, freestyle dancer oriented because that's where the, you know, what those cats were doing. And then, of course, he incorporated flares and some handstand tricks. And as he got further and further in breaking, even, um, this is probably even before the name of the crew style elements, uh, he just got, he got better and better. Cats started repping and, we were fortunate enough to um, start winning events, not only in the Bay Area, but uh, like the Radiotrons in L.A. Right. Different things from New York. When uh, when did like, when did like the first when did Style Elements first become official? Like, okay, we're your, we're Style Elements, and and who was a who was involved then? Uh, ninety probably about ninety ninety four, and what that was, uh, I had already moved because around that time I moved to the Bay. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah. So all these cats were already hanging together, and basically Donnie, Ariston, and Ivan were uh, all at Donnie's house one day. And I know Ivan, specifically, uh, he was just like, uh, yo, man, I mean, we're all doing all these different things, and we freak all these different elements. It's like, you know, like what my brother does the, the, you know, the writing and the graph, also with the DJing element. Uh, Quality does everything from dance, DJing with the music. We need to uh, figure out something for all of us, you know, that, that displays our different styles, all the different elements we do. And, and Remind was like, yo, we should do it. We 
mind. Okay. But we had entered uh, different things under different names, like Sons of Capone, all kind of crazy names all together before, but that's after about 94, you know? Yeah, yeah. So Before that, I mean, I was in Burn, everything from Burn Bad, uh, Step Unit, Jungle Lee. Yeah. You know, the I mean, history of style elements comes from these other dance groups. Right. And before then, but that particular name. I remember you were known for your famous Russian kicks, so. though. <laughs> oh, yeah, you remember those? The, the, the sweeping, the crosses, all those. Yeah, I still, I mean, I know you still be, I know you still be killing those, you know what I'm saying? No, not, not really so much, but you, you know, the funny thing is around that time, so Remind started doing, um, like some like some of those movement and like we got this thing man it's like uh if uh if you could one up the movement like you know you pretty much can have the movement <laughs> you know right. those things so it's like uh i started doing different things um uh one of the one of reminds famous joints is like the russian come down into the the praying position like you probably remember me doing that back yep then. oh yeah the praying position yep yeah you remember those yes sir remind got uh so he took that and turned it into maybe thirty different variations of it. Well, I remember he used to do that. He used to do that that the arm sweep, like he goes underneath his arm, like he swoops it around, and then he kind of came up and and then he kind of did the prey position, like he did like. That's a little different though. Like like well, that was really like more like Walt's thing. Cause, like I, I have a sweeper one like that, but mine was more on the ground. Walt had one too I, though. That was more like Walt Walt J. As far as uh, mine was sweeping. Walt J's was was more um, instead of sweeping was just. Kick and boom. I don't know if you remember Walt. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Walt was sinister with it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we all had things that are similar. Mine swept and then Walt's kicked in straight in your face style thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what we did back then. And um, I'd say probably 87, probably like when, um, even before uh, Style Elements, like when Steezo dropped that, it's my turn and he was throwing flares. That's when, um, we start getting more and more in the breaking. Then uh, stayed inside of the freestyle dance through '88, all the Big Daddy Kane days, whatever. But by '91, by '92, uh, cats have full on breaking sets. You know, where did did uh, does did the house grooving set? Does house grooving that did that play with style elements? Did you guys do a lot of house movements? I know you guys have a lot more styles than just b boy, and you guys kind of took oh, yeah. from different cultures, from like you know, from from all styles. You know, what I mean, oh uh, yeah, for sure. Well, well, that's one of those things. I mean, like I said, it's uh, we're always like music heads, so like the the freestyle dance culture from a hip hop point of view was real. We're really really big with that. Then um, as far as places to go dance in the Bay Area. Uh, most cats that were competitive at that time, besides like the World Wars, the Robert um, went bang through at the time, mm -hmm. more house competitions. So for uh, from an SEC point of view, we got a saying that uh, we could dance to pennies falling on the floor. You know what I mean? So yeah. we go to the house clubs, we go to stuff that was hip hop, we go to where things where there's breaking. It was just like back in those days, it was different. It was like it's just is it better? It wasn't is this cat going to be doing this? Is this cat going to be doing that? It would just be more like wherever the music and whatever it is, can is it going to be better? And we just tried to focus. So definitely we got into everything from house to hip hop. All of us um, definitely got into writing, you know, like from a graffiti point of view. Right. Uh, you know my DJ background. So yes, we were more the the, the hip hop package. Style Elements is a hip hop crew, not a dance crew, honestly. Right, right. So we we got into that. Well, let's talk, well, let's talk about as far as like, like the four elements of what hip hop is about. I mean, a lot of people kind of get it. It's, there's only like one side of it, like as far as just the music. But there's a lot of people that are not understanding. Like hip hop is a culture. 
And so, so as far as the four elements go, people need to understand, like, look, there's hip-hop music is more than just, just rapping. There's a lot more than just rapping. I mean, hip-hop music, is there's so much more to it than just that. And um, I think you guys definitely are one of the forefronts and the pioneers of, of kind of exposing that to a lot of different, you know, areas and, you know, worldwide. I mean, when did you, when did you first realize like, yo, man, this is getting big. When were you like, yo, this is getting big. Um, from, uh, hip hop in general, or you mean just, a, just on, a, just on a business, just on a business standpoint, man, just as you just like, yo, this is getting big. Like we're getting, uh, probably, uh, once, once, once I caught myself spending all the money for my little check that I had at work on records, because <laughs> I mean, at first I wasn't really paying attention. Because like you know, if you got a passion about something, you love it. That's just what you put your energy and your money into. Right. And then, then it turned into trying to be the first one at the record store when the records come in because cats are just buying these records. And we're talking twelve inches, not even uh, CDs or tapes or nothing like that. You know, right. it's like twelve inches. Right. And I was like, man. These cats are getting records coming all the way from New York, Philly, D.C., wherever. Um, I got record pulls at the same time, and I'm fighting to get music. And I would say that at that point, I realized it was growing. And then the next thing I know, uh, besides being at Tower Records, you could get like uh, you could get a rap album or something like at Target. I think Big Daddy Kane, when I seen Big Daddy Kane in Target, yeah. I was like, oh, yo, this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, this, this is get this is getting hot. When, yeah, well, I mean, because I, I just meant the rest of the world inside of the section that you would see with anything else. It's like from a mainstream point of view, right? You've seen uh, Kane's album there, what? and I, I kind of bugged off of that because I, I kind of associated hip hop with with uh, something that only that we were doing. You know right. what I mean? Right. And I knew it was big with us. And you remember like home turf and all that? I'm, yeah, I remember that. You remember that on the bay like that show. Uh, it was uh, I I rocked with all of that, but then at this point I'm like, man, the people who really dig the sound of uh, of straight hip hop or people who re who represent not only the MC and part of it, but the MC, the dance, like you know what I mean, the the graph, you know, with the writing aspect of it, you know, just really like every element of the of the dance, you know. So at that point, I just realized it was big, and then other people came who. Um, who, who took a more entertainment route, like in it, like you know, um, of course, as we all know, like Hammer came along, and his uh, he was more of an entertainer than a straight uh, MC or right. He was more he was more like a uh, showman, a showman. Yeah, yeah, but his showmanship was high. I mean, yeah, like people like him or not, the reality it was crazy hard to follow that that, that cat in the concert. So I, I think he did a lot for the whole scene just because. Well, what that dude showed was like, uh, even though that I was into um, stuff that's like more lyrical, like in the beats, of you know, like more dirty than that, Hammer was uh, definitely, his showmanship was incredibly high. And he just really showed that aspect. It's like, yo, this is where, you know, this is where it can be taken. When, when? I feel like after that, cats that were more underground, their shows even stepped up, be like, oh, yeah, but yeah, what well. they're doing is, let me show you what this is. It's not just this, you know. It's actually breaking. Let me just show you. Instead of just lights in the background, you start seeing backdrops and stuff like that. Where on stage there were actually like um, like um, pieces, you know, the cats yeah. were throwing up. And I thought that that was really dope, man. You know, so when did when did you realize that? Hey, style style elements is now a part of that global. Like when did you when did you say like, oh snap, we're 
we're global. Like we're moving into in a in a business standpoint, we're we're moving big. Like we're we're this is becoming almost a full time job now. When did, when did that start happening? Well, after Cats won the Battle of the Year in '97, uh, so they made this movie. Now that Cats can go back, they'll see Chris Brown put out. A, he was in a movie a couple years ago called Battle of the Year, where he was trying yeah. to uh, uh, win this contest, like over, like in Germany, right? Or, in, or it was in France in the movie, right? But and they, they complain in the movie. They're like, man, but yeah, no one from the U.S. ever wins that. The last time someone in the United States ever won that it was like over 20 years ago. Well, Style Elements is that crew that won that contest inside of that movie that, that Chris Brown is talking about. Yeah. So at that point, um, right after. Uh, we put out these videos, <laughs> a video called Strategic Monsters, where um, featured like three main, uh, three members of the crew, like one with uh, Gons was um, doing the writing, uh, Crumbs of Remind were dancing, but there was a clip of all of us inside of it. We also um, had like um, some of our comedy, like, you know, just kind of how we played around with it. Yeah. That video sold over uh, 30,000 copies of that video. So, you know. So just, we were talking about a video of some kids dancing. So that was in Backspin Magazine. Um, all, that spread all through Europe. All of a sudden, people wanted to see um, Style Elements, not just only because they won, because uh, we won Battle of the Year and won Radiotron uh, the year before in L.A., mm-hmm. but they uh, they enjoyed uh, seeing the, the humor, the comedy, and um, you know just the, the lifestyle of how we got down. Kind of like how skate culture before that had like the search for animal chain or something, you know. But we had our strategic monsters for. Uh, where's uh Where's home base for Sal on this right now? Ah uh, man, we're all over right now because uh, uh, from a career point of view, like we're all doing different things. Uh, we do the event in San Jose every year, but I live in Vegas. Uh, Ramon lives in Hawaii. Uh, Crumbs lives in L.A. Um, a couple of cray- oh the crayons is in the crew now, like from the spray can art. Oh, like, spray can art, okay. Old, old school. Yeah, he's inside of the Bay Area. Boss is in the Bay. J-Rock's in the Bay. Um, so we're spread out between basically the San Francisco uh, Bay Area, L.A., and Vegas are where most of us at. Like okay. Like uh, reminds in Hawaii. Poe's all the way in Australia, you know. <laughs> and uh, A-Game is in, uh, right now he's doing some stuff in Cambodia because he's traveling for work. But we're all over, man. You plan on coming back home to do an event? Want to man? I gotta figure it out. I had talked to uh, IMAX about it a, a while ago when we uh, said we were, we would do something together. Most definitely. Um, definitely want to, um, and and figure out uh, just figure out a way to do it. We just did it in San Jose because uh, a major airport. Uh, That's right. That's right. San Jose. Right there. And it makes it easier. You know, makes it a lot. Makes it a lot easier. So what's after the 25th anniversary? I mean, I mean, can you believe it's been 25 years? Yo, that's crazy, man. Nah, for me, it's just like, I still remember back in the days, it's like, uh, all the, the DJ battles, the scratch battles, and all that just feels like yesterday. Hey, do you remember Funk Productions? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of, of course. But the, yeah, it's funny, um, I got that green tape every once in a while. I pull that out, like, I show some people, uh, back in the days, one of the early, one of That's the, when, that's when you were still, yeah. that's when, that's all that, that's from E House. That's from when you, it was you and Paws, huh? You and Mike Kelly. Yeah, me and him, um, uh, True MC, which is Joey Cadero. Um, after that, we did, uh, the me and Tad and Tom and Lonnie formed a group called Burn Batch. Burn Batch, that's but, right. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, yo, 25 years go by really fast, you know. What's, uh, what's next for you, man? What's next for uh, just you in general? And then as far as style elements, what's next for them? Well, I'm in the theater show uh, right now that's going to be um, launching uh, 2020 to 2021. I was at um, 
I was at Princeton University last week, uh, between there and Philadelphia, actually creating the show with a brother by the, um, with a, with a brother, um, by the name, he goes by, um, Zine, like by Zine. And, um, that dude is really dope because he was one of the first cats to get involved with theater. They did the hip hop version of, uh, Romeo and Juliet. His real name is, uh, is, is Raphael. So that dude, like right there, basically about mm, 20 years ago now, I would want to say, he uh, he broke through with uh, Rennie Harris doing some of those things. Right now, there's a, a piece that we're putting together, or a theater show, actually. It's called um, Sa- um, Sassafras. But that is, uh, Sassafras is this root um, found in uh, Northern America that a lot of Creole people use over in Louisiana and the the area over by New Orleans to season their food. And the premise of this show is we're doing it with um, a bunch of jazz musicians. And because, like, in jazz, basically, the older you get, the better you get. But in hip-hop, a lot of the times, you remember, man, you could remember when, if you're rapping when you're, like, 26 or something or 25, you're considered to be old. Yeah. And the next thing you know, the average rapper's that age. Then the next thing you know, cats are 30. Yep. Az is taking it to forty. Then now it's like you know it's just whatever the it's, ti- it's timeless for. now. Yeah, but for dance it's a little different because you know our bodies get to a certain part, you know, a certain point, and then that's what that is. But in this show, it uh, it kind of tells the story of uh, the beginning of where it was and where cats are at now. So the whole premise of the show is just to show, no, no matter what, if you keep doing anything you do in your craft and you take care of yourself, it's gonna actually be dope. But yeah, um, what's called Sassafras, man. Um, That's real dope, man. Is there, uh, is there? Can people get tickets? Can people go see it? Um, yeah, well, it's gonna be all over. I'll be in New York on the. There's a showing of it, and on the third in New York. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna be there. But it's not a showing of the whole show. It's just gonna be like showing like the premise of it. Okay. So right about now, I'm gonna be the closest thing. Will probably be Martha's Vineyard or something like where cats can come out and and see a piece of it before 2020. But we're doing. Um, Eight little small um, pieces of the show from, you know, promoting, um, you know, the, the sell of it, the showing of where the show is going to be taken to. Okay. All through 2020 and 2021. Um, it's a full on theater show, man. Cats will be able to go see it. Man, that's going to be something, that's going to be something lovely, man. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it'll be cool. And if you've ever been in Vegas, um, there's also members of the crew, of course, over the years, besides, uh, the various, uh, movies, videos, or whatever shows, there's, uh, you can always come to Vegas and, and catch some of the members of us, uh, doing different things. What do you think about what, so, where, where dance is at now? Like, you know, it's on a big, big stage now. They got that one with, uh, what's, what you call it? J-Lo's, uh, judging it. The World of Dance, I believe it's called, or, um, uh, World of Dance. Yeah, I think it's, oh, I mean, do you, I mean, how come, uh, all of that. Go ahead. Oh, well, I said, do you really do you do you think that that's is getting is over the top, or do you think it's good for for where for what hip hop and and culture in general? Do you think it's, do you think well, it should be underground? Some people are like, no, it needs to be underground. I personally think it's good. I think it's great for the for the culture. Uh, well, well, my perspective is that, uh, first of all, um, before I even give my answer, as far as dance and hip hop is concerned, it is always going to be underground. There's always going to be. Uh, cat step in the cat there's always going to be street battles there's, it's always going to be that because that's what the culture is right. so i don't think that that's ever going to go anywhere these other things just give cats an outlet for the world to be able to see that it could be utilized and it's just as entertaining you know what i mean
mean? Right. I mean, the Style Limits is fortunate enough to be in, involved in several theater shows, uh, movies, commercials, all that, those different things. And that's because cats didn't even know what breaking or dance or hip hop dance was like that. They got to see something that was a little bit more raw. Yeah. When they seen that, it allowed us to, you know, be able to, get, you know, get work from it. So I think these shows are dope because, um, whether you agree with J-Lo or Neo or whoever's, uh, or Derek, the other guy on there with his, his opinion or not, the reality is somebody's getting the chance to show you what they got. That's what's and, you know, so for me, that's dope because a lot of times the cats that don't win, it doesn't mean that other people don't see them um, inside of the world and be like, oh, yeah, they didn't win the competition. But to me, I'm homeboy where our homegirl was the dopest on there. And then they get flown around, you know, more work is um, generated for them. So I think it's good from that aspect. That's what's up. You know, uh, so I did a, I did a song called 209 Style for uh, for Style Elements. Um Definitely want to get, got to get a video, got to get a video for that one, man. We got to, we got to, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how we're going to do it, but I got to get you down here or I'll fly down somewhere to go get some footage so we can, uh, I was actually just thinking about putting together a bunch of old footage from Grover Hall days and just putting it together. Um, uh, well, we'll shoot the whole thing, man. I, I, I got a full on, uh, over here in Vegas, I got a full on production company, man. So like, it's like, I got, I got a couple GH5s, a G9, I got everything, drones the whole night. We, we shoot videos and commercials and stuff like that for people all the time. So as far as making a, a video for it, it's nothing. That's what, is that's another side of, uh, of, of what we, <laughs> that's where bringing, making those old videos from way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. From there to here. So making a video for it is, it's, it's no biggie, of course. Yep. My man Derek, let us, uh, we're about to close out this interview. So let everybody know, you know, where they can see you, social media, websites, you know, any final uh, words? Uh, yeah, all right. Well, you can check out some of, uh, some of our stuff at, uh, Crush Music with a Q, Q R U S H M U S I C. That's at Crush Music. You can check me out there. And if you want to see some of the videos and stuff I'm talking about, uh, just search hashtag D A R R I C K underscore F I E L D S. So hashtag, hashtag underscore Derek Fields. You'll see all kind of stuff pop up with videos and dancers and people that we work with. And, um, but yo, Crush Music is that's the, that's the Instagram. And I don't know. Let's get it, man. And, Yo, I look forward to working uh, on some stuff with you, Johnny. Most definitely, most definitely. And make sure you guys check them out in San Jose. Uh, what's the date on that? Uh, the date is the, 20, the weekend of the 22nd and 23rd so uh, June. So let's go get it, man. That's what's up. Much love to Quality D, all the Style Elements crew. Much love. Happy 25th. And uh, thank you for tuning in to 209 FM. <laughs> You're tuned into the Global Broadcast. 209 FM. 209 FM. <laughs>